beautiful people and welcome to the Excel Beyond Excellence podcast. I am your host Abigail and I am so excited to finally be doing this. Um, this has been years in the making. I started EBE in 2018 um, where I've hosted a series of events um, from talk, talk show. Goodness me. I've hosted a series of events from workshops to seminars and I've had opportunities to speak um, at different events and I've also helped people take ownership of their personal finance but I wanted to create a community where we could come and discuss um, a range of topics and themes and explore different things on how to make our finances better. Now I'm by no means a personal finance expert. I like to call myself a personal finance enthusiast. I am enthusiastic about all things personal finance. But I want to take it to another level where I'll be incorporating other things because I do believe that life is more than just money. Um, There's other things that make up who we are and my faith is a big part of who I am and I don't shy away from that anymore and also personal development we know that money is not the be all end all but I believe it's a means to an end but on your pursuit of um, financial security um, we also need to look at our character and things like that but in this episode we are going to focus on personal finance Now, personal finance is the process of planning and managing your personal financial activities, such as um, generating an income, um, spending better, saving wiser, investing more strategically, and just financial security as a whole. So if you're someone who isn't clued up about these things, or you're someone who is interested but don't know where to start, um, then you are at the right place, and I hope that you stick through and join this community. Um, because we are going to be exploring a wide range of topics, not just how to make money, um, but how to sustain it. Now, personal finance, like its name, is definitely personal because everyone has their own way of how they manage their money, how they manage their finances. Um, And I feel like there is such a big taboo with regards to money, especially, you know, in our community, no one speaks about how much they're making, how much they're spending, how much they're spending on things. But All we know is that people are somehow ending up in major debts. People are making silly decisions because they don't know any better. And so this platform is really all about how we can grasp this concept of personal finance and not make it such a hush-hush subject. We want to create a community where we can, you know, discuss all these things. Now, I agree with people that say money management and things like that should be taught in school. But the truth of the matter is it isn't um, it isn't discussed. And it's funny because you come out of school or university or college or anything like that and you enter the world, the real world. And adulting is so real, like adulting is real. And so you're not taught about these things. And um, it's hard for someone who doesn't have that much money to all of a sudden maybe you get a job and all of a sudden you have an income and you just don't know what to do with the money you know you spend frivolously and before you know it by the end of the month you're in a major debt or you're just living from paycheck to paycheck I mean how many of us are always counting down to payday we're literally waiting for the last day of the month (laughs) so that we can get money to do what we need to do but someone who is on their personal finance journey literally isn't 
concerned about when they get paid because they have put measures in place. They have budgeted, they have saved, they know how much they're spending. Some of us literally have spreadsheets. And so we're not faced, you know, when we get paid because, you know, we'll know that we're not counting pennies at the end of the month. Um, and this is not to shame anybody, but this is to literally start the conversation regarding that. So when it comes to this subject matter, you realize that there are different groups of people. So there are people who feel that this whole notion of personal finance is such a big revelation. And then you have people who know, but just aren't that bothered. And then you have people that literally have their life in order. And I want us to literally journey, as we go through this podcast, to journey through um, this and get to a place where we are financially secure, but also financially confident. Um, and so with confidence, when it comes to confidence, you need to know your things. You need to know your stuff. That's how you build confidence. Um, you can't be confident about something you have no knowledge on. Um, and so we want to talk about things that will make you more knowledgeable um, and that will give you that confidence. Now, if you are stubborn, like some of us have been stubborn, I am sometimes stubborn, then you will learn by experience. So the reason why I believe that people are not as financially confident as they could be is because of their upbringing. Now, the way you have been brought up, the way you view money is very important. And I believe it shapes you as a person. Now, I can only use myself as an example when talking about this matter, um, because I don't come from a well-off family at all. Um, I live with my mom, my brother, and I have two older sisters, but they no longer live with us. So, you know, they're no longer our responsibility. Um, but from the young age I have seen her grind doing you know long shifts um overtime and things like that just to make ends meet and so from a young person I was very inquisitive about this um idea of money about <laughs> this commodity called money and why it was so scarce in our household and so you know from a young age when I was going to school um I would ask my mom oh, you know can I have this can I have that and she would always say no I don't have money to be honest she was very honest with you know our financial position as a family um but it was quite annoying you know being young and you you know, all your friends have these cool things and you don't and stuff like that, um, which in hindsight, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, at that time, you really want to, you know, keep up with latest trends. Um, and so, you know, like I said, going to school and things like that, uh, my mom would always give me money and I would save that money because I knew the next time my mom would give me money would probably be a long time. So I was just trying to, you know, hold as much as I could until the next time I got money and so the thing that I I was doing was that every Friday me and my friends after school we would go to um there's this Caribbean shop near our school and we would literally you know be budgeting from that young age you know what can I get with the two pounds that I have so you know we would um I portion a bit so 50p for chips and then you have the one pound chicken um you know back then two pounds used to go a long way you know and um so so we would do all of these things. Um, this stuck with me up until college time when my mom would give me a bus fare. And literally, if my mom gives me 20 pounds for the week, I'm literally seeing how close I could get to the college without, you know, buying a weekly and things like that. Um, walk to the closest stop. I would walk home sometimes just so that I wouldn't have to pay the fee. And I was literally saving that, that money so that I could one day, you know, buy something that I want without having to ask my mom um, because I knew that the likelihood of her saying yes was very rare I would be more surprised if my mom said yes to a particular request and she said no and growing up one phrase that stuck with me that she would always say is oh if you have money you can 
can go. If you have money, you can do this. So I knew that money was something that was advantageous. So I would save my money so that if me and my friends want to go to the town or to the shopping center, I knew that she would say, if you have money, you could go. So what I would do is that I would save my money and then I would ask her, can I go out with my friends? And she would say, if you have money, you can go, which I did have money. So then I would be going. Um, and that became like a habit of mine. And um, I don't know whether she knew this, but she was literally helping me to save because I wanted to do the fun stuff. And without doing that, then um, she wouldn't give it to me. So that is literally what, you know, stuck with me. And then I went to university and for the first time, ever <laughs> big sums of money was entering my account lord wow you know so when you're getting over 1k you know some people get more some people get less depending on your circumstances but you know you don't know what to do with that money and to be fair because of the principles that my mom taught me knowingly or unknowingly I became very careful with my money um whereas I saw other people become very frivolous with their money and they were just spending it anyhow um where by the end of the term they didn't have any money and I was quite shocked even though I wasn't that good with my money I was quite shocked that people would um you know, be struggling to make ends meet. And so I that's why I say that your upbringing matters because if you're from a household like myself and you can relate to my story where you had to count pennies um, and to do things to make ends meet even as a young age, then you understand that, you know, it does matter because it helps my mentality, it shapes my mentality, what I believe is right, what I deem as important. And if you come from a place that maybe um, you didn't struggle, everything you asked for, you were given, you didn't have to wait for anything, you didn't have to wait for a birthday or Christmas to get something that you desired, then when you are, be when you are given um, large sums of money, then you will spend it because you know that you can get whatever you want at any given time. Now, I know these are two extremes and there's, there are people that are in between, but the point that I'm alluding is that mindset also matters. So not only is your upbringing equally important, the mindset um, that you, you develop as a young person carries on through life. And it's true that, you know, these things are not taught in schools, so we don't know any better. And to be honest, if you don't know any better, you can't do any better. And so the reason, again, for this podcast is to, you know, highlight these areas and so that we can work on it and we can find ways to do things better and do things um, that will benefit us in the long run. The reason why I say this is a mindset is because poverty mindset is a thing in the mind before it is realized, um, before it is in the physical. So if, if you believe that you don't have money, which is something that I kept saying to myself, oh, I don't have money, so I need to keep saving. You know, that can also be a bit detrimental because then you can't really live the meaningful life and the purposeful life that you want to live. So that there is also negatives um, that is kind of associated to that. So like I said, not only is it you know, the way you are brought up, but the way you're brought up also leads to your mindset and how you view things and your outlook on life. Viewing yourself as broke, you know, because there was a time that I would also um, look at myself and, you know, even if I had money in my account, I would still call myself broke and I didn't have money um, because of how I grew up. And I'm, I've always grew up with a lack of money or the mentality that I had lack of money that 
how I viewed, you know, if, whether I had money in my account, I would say that, you know, I don't have money, I'm broke because I don't want to see that zero or minus figure in my account. Um, and this was even through university and things like that. And to be fair, I had to break that mentality. Um, you know, I have so many stories, but it has truly shaped me in terms of who I am and how I view money. And um, once you shift your mindset to believe that you can be someone who saves healthier, spends wiser and invests better, you will literally shock yourself regarding the results you can produce. Um, now, I do have to say money is not the be or end all. It's only a means to an end. And that's also a mindset that we need to shift. And I want to leave you with this thought, actually, that I actually related to so much when my friend said it. You know, we were having conversations regarding our money and things like that. And she said, you know, that she's stuck between living her best life and saving for the life that she wants. And I honestly felt that that is so real. Like a lot of us are, you know, in between wanting to enjoy the moment and spend money now and also wanting to save or invest for the future that we envision for ourselves. And so we will discuss this in more in depth in future episodes I just wanted to share with you how I grew up and I hope that that enlightens you and makes you understand where I'm coming from when I'm saying things like that I am not someone who has made it I am far from where I want to be but I have learned a few things along the journey that I would like to share and also create a community like I said at the beginning that we can have these conversations and be honest about our journeys and you know make it to the top so thank you for tuning in and leave a rating and a comment if you're listening to this episode on apple podcast um, and follow us on instagram ebe project or if you want to follow me on my personal page abbyox which is spelled a b i e o x and i hope god blesses you to live an abundant and a meaningful life remember to excel beyond excellence <laughs>